0: Nachos, amigos and welcome to record breakers a music podcast where a group of friends gather together to share music with each other an album at a time it's like a little book club for music fun time had by all uh i'm pd rave and here with me is my team my squad my crew uh we've got david
1: pd introduces me first because of the potential of me saying something really random and weird to throw everybody off mm-hmm
2: uh and we've got drew i've never liked something roger goodell has done until this week i'll date the podcast that way and you can assume things
0: um and uh this is a swedish pastry (laughs) i figure i'll keep the theme going this is a semla. uh semla is a a famous swedish cream bun uh, it's made with a plain white wheat bread bun, which is slightly flavored with cardamom, then cut in half, the inside is filled with a layer of delicious almond paste and a generous amount of vanilla-flavored whipped cream. Mm. I learned that just now. Mm. <laughs> uh, and t- today, we're talking about music once once again, talking about an album, and the provider of the album uh, is David. David, wh- what have you got for us
1: this week? PD, this week on the Record Breakers podcast, we have an album from April of 2022 from a band that has always kind of been in my periphery. No, we're not talking about periphery, maybe someday, Uh, but they're one of those bands uh, in the progressive rock genre that I've always kind of caught in passing, maybe a song here and there, but never really dived deep into any of their work. But uh they are definitely one of the more well-respected progressive rock bands from Sweden, uh dating all the way back to nineteen seventy-three, uh, including uh the famed Royna Stolt, who eventually left this band to form The Flower Kings. Uh the album is Erskog, and the band is Kaipa. Mm-hmm. Not Kappa, Kaipa. Uh Drew. What were your
0: expectations coming into this album?
2: Uh I didn't really have any. Um, other than them being Swedish, Prague, I was expecting maybe some like, let's say, heavy, uh, uh music on the Prague side. Knowing, uh, modern Swedish, not knowing when this band started. Um, if I would have known when they started, that maybe would have changed my expectation of that a <laughs> little bit um but other than that, I didn't have any besides huh, this album art looks dope, so
0: yeah, um, I wasn't it's sure it was a good th- way to start yeah i was i was uh i don't know what to expect i i knew i i kind of had to, you know there's built in expectations when you say like progressive and uh and d j m is the one presenting it uh but uh there's never any assumptions uh and there's always just hope and i was hoping for some uh and looking forward to uh some some really nice type music um also i i just something with the woods that's just that's just a beautiful sight right there that's just
2: i was gonna say anytime a prog rock album cover makes you think of like dungeons and dragons i think you're gonna be in for a pretty okay time
0: Hmm.
2: Um, assumption you can make or just a camping trip exactly or you
0: know camping trip or a good hike you know a good hike uh, uh or a good bike ride uh as it were um david how would you describe this album musically
1: I would describe this album as being classic progressive rock uh in the the sense that this is a band that has been around since 1973 so they're not uh they're not a throwback band per se because they've always been around aside from the time where they were split apart in the 80s they've always done this uh and they have a modern production The rhythm sections are clear. Every member of the band is tight and knows their parts and and really plays them really well. Uh, The songs leave room for an atmosphere and allowing yourself to kind of take everything in and not so worry so much about the next verse or or what's coming next. You're able to just kind of sit down and just let it go, essentially. But when it does get there, You're treated to Hans Luton's voice, as well as Alina Gibson, and occasionally they sing together. Uh, Also, big shout-out to the drummer on this album, Darby Todd, Uh, and this is the second time I've bought an album with him recently uh, from the band Frost, Day and Age. Uh, Darby Todd is playing drums on this album as well. So I believe the expectations you can have is maybe not so much kind of the next hook or the next verse or the next chorus, but more of a whole album piece or maybe the whole, a whole song piece where you really sit down and you just kind of let it happen and let it take you where it wants to take you.
0: Mm -hmm. Maybe let it take you down that journey while you're laying in bed back there, (laughs) just with your headphones on, just, um yeah drew how would you describe this album musically
2: well musically first off i think what hit me and this sort of gets into my what i was expecting i was not expecting the brightness that this album has um like tonally i was expecting a little darker a little heavier um and that's neither a positive or negative it's just fact um, so that was actually really, really cool. Like, diving into this and sort of getting that, like, brighter feel to it, that more, like, older prog feel to it almost. Um, there was this layer of mystery to a lot of it. Um, where as it transitioned, especially in the like longer songs, um, because there's a couple of songs that have four digits in the time code there, folks. Um, this is one of those albums. And those songs um, really, I think, push sort of a uh, that tone and that mystery. There's parts also that get really fusion jazzy, which I really, really love. Um, the bass player. I'm going to say Rangel because I don't know if it's a Ja or a Ja. On Jonas Rangel. Jonas, yeah. okay. Like, his name is not Jonas. Got it. Understood. It. Um, Jonas Reingold um, was just phenomenal. Um, as a bass player, I love one. I can really hear it. There's also... <sighs> this, like... I can't explain it super well. My frog vocabulary is bad, but the tone and the way the tracks fit feels very of a time even though this was made this year if that makes sense this feels like guys who have that sensibility coming from that age and i i appreciate that um i appreciate that outlook on music sometimes um and it's funny, you say, lay there with your headphones on, just letting it go over you. I think there is a certain Venn diagram of um, like, m- like music nerd and fantasy nerd that this type of music is perfect for. Um, there's a Druid that I can think of um, that has maybe some Panama Red and having <laughs> a grand old time listening to an album like this. Um, but it is one of those albums where you can relax and let it sort of take you on that journey if you are and one to do those
1: it things. is an album. Yeah. It, it is an album. It's not just a collection of songs. It is an album. Mm.
2: It, I sometimes have a hard time listening to the, uh the Mars Volta even though they're one of my favorite bands because I feel like a lot of those albums like I want to consume as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um and this this album spoiler alert I guess for the C block um but this is going to be one of those things uh where it's like oh man i want to go back to that but like i'm going to need to dedicate (laughs) a little bit of time for that yeah
0: um which
2: is not a bad thing it's just a thing that exists yes um
0: yeah because it is definitely an album and it and thematically it it it, there's a thematic purpose and construct to it because it is about a, a a year in like a a year in the wilderness or a year in 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 sweden you know it is about the seasons and the times changing uh and how they progress through the year and the weather and the the you know environment it is the that feeling of adventure and wilderness uh it starts in the dead of winter the frozen dead of night it starts it gets into like the spring uh the summer uh kind of and that's where that brightness really does shine because it is about finally getting out of you know the the scandinavian winters and being able to be out in the wilderness be out see the your world see the um the beauties of nature kind of see you know um go on bike rides for example because uh this is this uh, album was uh, largely inspired by um the uh the primary uh songwriters uh me get his name london uh, Lunden, uh hans london hans Lundin um taking bike rides in the S- swedish wilderness uh throughout you know the spring and the summer and uh kind of like this inspiring these pieces and inspiring this this music in him uh and you can really feel it because it's very it's very bright celebratory it's it is like a really nice like hike in the woods type music uh this would be a great album if you just start your hike start from track one and maybe you make it loop as you're you know walking through the woods and uh, going through your trails um this would be perfect for that um it, this there's there's great instrumentation there's great like movements as they go through like that first track uh, well, we'll talk about like key tracks, but like they go through different like really quick movements. It's uh, hearing the two vocalists is really fantastic. Um, You know, Patrick Lindstrom, uh, I believe is the vocal. Yeah. Uh It has this really great uh like quality to his voice. It kind of like it gave me Freddie Mercury vibes a little bit. It gave me like Queen vibes a little bit. I don't know if I'm I'm totally off base there, but like in like the best way possible, like it's just like this like power, this really nice like sound to it. Um, I I, I could also be thinking of like a billion other things, um, uh, and that's just the one that I pluck in my my head. Uh, and then Alina Gibson coming in was a nice surprise. Like it was a very uh nice change. I did not expect to for that to happen because I hadn't looked up the lineup uh before uh popping in the the record and listening to or pressing play on spotify i should say um and yeah it totally is really great and i think like the 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 like of a time but but not you know dated it's i think the word that i i put down um it very classic is and i think it fits with the 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 theme uh evergreen i think you know the evergreen i think this is a very for people who, you know who can really like enjoy this music this is a very evergreen sound because it's not gonna like feel dated uh even though it is like a uh an older like there's elements of it that you know are from that were like innovated another time but it still feels pretty timeless like it's still really good like tones that uh that it's like you never feel like oh this is old ass music. It especially with the modern obviously with the modern recording techniques. You take that same sound and you very modern recording and quality, it's just it is still uh high quality, it still feels right. Um yeah. Um let's talk about key tracks. Uh David, what would be some of the key tracks or I guess key moments or key movements? if you uh, want to really put it down that way because uh, there's only a few tracks
1: I will say that we kind of have to talk about it, the opening track, The Frozen Dead of Night mm-hmm. uh, I liked many moments in this song I think this is the song that really encapsulates the entire album kind of telling the story of the whole changing of seasons and and The appreciation of nature and and changing of time. I especially like the part where it got into saying, Welcome, Spring. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That part, especially. And the -hmm. instrumentals really were enjoyable in this song. I would say this song is not a vibe, but it is several vibes put together in one musical piece, and it it takes you on a journey, which is really, really cool. I feel like In a World of Pines is a slightly more digestible version of what we just heard with some really solid guitar melodies and Alina Gibson's voice carrying the song uh, really, really well. Um, I think that In the Wastelands of My Mind if i were to give somebody a track to maybe use as a sampler this would probably be the one it's only six minutes but it is very much a part of the album as a whole
0: Mm -hmm. um drew what would be some of your key tracks key moments
2: there's not a lot of tracks but they're the two that i thought were really cool um that really, really stood out, or actually the beginning and the end, Uh, The Frozen Dead of Night, Um, starting with something like that, that sort of... The... wistfulness, I guess, is the best terminology I could use for the synth work here, Um, like, leading you through that, like, journey through winter. The... sort of... Beauty in it, the barrenness of it, but also like the hope that it can bring. Um, And then the tension that comes with bitter setting sun at the end, the way they work with elongating um, notes and the way they work with sort of stretching those time signatures out and stretching the notes out um, to really make you feel that tension of, all right, well, we're going back into it. Like we know it's coming. Like, and that build up. I thought the way they did those feelings and those moods with music is something that you it takes a smart and confident set of musicians for everyone to hit that point. Um, and I think they did that really well.
0: um yeah i think uh you was pretty much uh, touched on those moments like the way the frozen dead in the night really like sets the tone and sets the the thesis of the album um really well uh you know like i said in the world of pine we're introducing lena gibson's vocals and caught me by surprise uh and by pleasant surprise it was really nice i would say uh shout out to earth skog is because uh swedish is nice as a language it's just nice hearing swedish uh that's a pretty language um also uh the beginning of uh wilderness excursion is is just a night nice, of like a like uh one review called it like edgy jazz <laughs> intro uh i saw uh the progressive aspect uh uh called it like an edgy jazz intro it's an interesting way to to start a track and it it works really well um and yeah they they, like and like drew said the the bitter setting sun it just puts a nice little cap at the end of the uh uh at the end of the album um let's talk about uh let's bring it back around the horn talk about some conclusive thoughts uh drew what would be your conclusion on this album as a whole?
2: This is an album, this is the first time, I think, um, in a, or at least the first time in a long time, that an album made me think of um, the drummer for the band I used to be in. His dad was a big, uh, he was a bassist and a big fusion jazz guy. And me and Jake would always poke him with other types of music to sort of listen to that would maybe scratch some of those similar itches. Um and this is something that the next time I see him, I'm going to be excited to tell him about. Um, it is something that if you are the type of music nerd to really sit and let your music like just hit you um and take you on a journey whether it be figuring out what the singer was going through or like this album figuring out the pictures they're trying to paint with sound um and like letting yourself like almost get a synesthetic response to some of this i think that you would very much enjoy this record um
0: yeah um yeah this is a uh complete story uh this is a complete album this is like david said like and he'll probably reiterate that this is a complete album uh and it is a an album worth uh taking the flyer on uh because it is especially if you kind of want to like uh get uh another really good example on the things you can do in prague um it is just nice type classic prague like like they said it, it it is good melodies good instrumentation good uh good uh musicianship uh but it is it is it is a bundle of vibes <laughs> as it were a uh, bundle of uh emotions and like uh musical landscapes um and i think it works really well uh i think this is a an album that is a good looper uh it's a good one to like loop in there and just kind of like just let it go back and forth and back and forth um and uh, uh i i highly recommend uh going in there and just getting it in your like getting it around you either really good speakers or really good headphones just getting it like in your entire space just all up in your entire space um david how would you conclude on this album as a whole
1: I can definitely agree with Petey in saying that this is definitely one you can uh, put on some really good speakers and just let it kind of take over your space and it'll take you places uh, in a good way. I will also say that I'm glad we took a couple of weeks with this album because I wanted to really absorb it because I, I kind of wanted to take off my prog fan hat and really gave it the best kind of analysis and insight that I could without coming in with my natural bias. I can understand for anyone that this would be a lot to take in, especially right at the beginning. I listened to this more than a few times, not just because I enjoyed it, but also to really... Absorb the music and really get some good insight to it Uh, because it really does take your standard, typical music conventions and throws them out the window. And you you kind of have to do that coming into this uh, if you're going to listen to this album and sit down with it for an hour. If you are willing to kind of flip your brain and your ears to the right frequency. You'll find some really fun hooks, some really good melodies, and some really great instrumentation. And you'll find really two talented singers going back and forth in a way that isn't jarring. It isn't shocking. Uh, they complement each other really, really well. The dog agrees. Mm-hmm. And they they fit the overall sound really well. Um, yeah. And they go out of way to make it sound pleasant to the ear. Uh, it's not harsh. It's not abrasive. It's it's the opposite of those things. It, it is meant to welcome you in. It's not trying to be in your face or very intense. It is meant to be listened to. Uh, if you're sitting outside on a really nice day and you can just kind of... Enjoy it as an atmospheric piece. Uh, It is, again, a complete album. Uh, If you take it that way and not just go song by song, you'll get a great experience from it, I think. I know that's not for everyone, but if you're willing to give the album a chance, I think you'll get a a pretty good five-course meal. I think you'll find something you like in this. It is it is a five-course meal of an album. It absolutely is. But I think it's a pretty good meal.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Those are our thoughts on uh, Kaipa's Uskog. Uh, Go and check it out on our Spotify playlists. Uh, play Record Breakers, a Home Name, Do Your Due Diligence, and Your due, due Diligence. There's two playlists, one with the episodes slotted in, and one without, just so you can just listen to the music. Um, yeah, that's a nice, fine example. On that Spotify playlist will be next week's record, and it's going to be provided by Drew. Drew, what did, What have you got for us next week?
2: So, next week, uh, give a couple of choices, and the choice that was picked is something that a bit more popular uh, than this, might be a little bit more well-known, uh, but something that is pretty recent uh, came out back in the first single, dropped in April. I believe this came out just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Special by Lizzo.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well,
0: look forward to that. Uh, you, you know, the the, the, the song you've heard it on TikTok many, many times, uh, but it's let's talk
1: inescapable, exactly. But
0: let's go ahead and explore. I like the Swedish chef version, yes, of course. Yes. Uh, um, but we're gonna explore the rest of the album and i'm looking forward to it i have actually literally have been thinking i should really like actually listen to lizzo um because the the, the song is is as inescapable as it is it will not to give away too much of the content but it it is still a good song it's still a great song so i look forward to to talk about it next week uh, but that is next week and this is this week uh, I keep forgetting to play the music but I'm going to play the music this time I think maybe there you go uh, and you can of course find us all over the internet uh, the the David is at call me DJM Drew is at xDruciferX I'm at PD Rave. the show's at 4 Record Breakers that's number 4 Record Breakers recordbreakerspodcast.com Record Breakers Podcast at gmail.com, net for this and other shows, uh, Rebellion TV on uh, YouTube and on Twitch. Catch us on Twitch Live. So if you're watching the YouTube, you can see the little logo I put on the top of my monitor. Just take up the whole screen. Um, Rebellion TV on Twitch. Watch us uh, do Record Breakers Live and, uh, also, um, our dnd show through the tomes uh the witcher stream with me and uh daisy we're gonna get back on that uh next week uh we got some more fun things for that um and more fun things we also have something fun wrestling related we're kind of working on uh that it may have involved me going down a rabbit hole on modding the new wwe game so look forward to that uh, but keep an eye out follow the channel uh see when we go live Uh, Like, share, subscribe, do all the things. Until next time, hasta los Oodle toot. Live long and prosper. Possum Stew,
1: Possum Stew, Possum Stew, if you like the Possum Matt Walton on stu. the guitar, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Walton on the guitar. If you want the Possum do,
0: then you want the Possum Stew.
1: Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed
0: this program. <laughs>